1: Randy and Michelle, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and our friend, teammate, the one and only Carrie Davis, Super Bowl champion, joins us. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Everything's good. First thing I got to ask you, your favorite Thanksgiving side?
2: <laughs> oh, dressing. Mac and cheese. Well, can I get two? Yeah, you can. Mac and cheese and dressing. Those two. And, and, and greens. It really, really... I, Randy, all of Thanksgiving is my favorite. Uh, so for you to ask me to choose one is like making me choose my favorite child. So I, I would have to say all of them.
1: <laughs> Serious business here.
0: <laughs> CD, do you do the turkey in your household?
2: Yes, turkey, ham. Uh, yeah, we do all of it. So, yeah, I, I enjoy everything about Thanksgiving. Just, um is everything to look forward to. I just get so excited. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to a couple of days from now.
1: I think what Michelle was getting at is do you prepare it?
0: Yes. Are you uh, are
1: you no, on the grill? No 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 no.
2: I, I, I like to keep my house intact and I don't want to fry a turkey <laughs> and burn my house down. So I choose to not personally fry or, or deal with any of the uh, cooking. I do make some mac and cheese. It's pretty good, but other than that, I leave everything else up to my mother. She does she does a very good job.
1: Very nice. Hey, uh, we got a text here, and I'm going to have you respond. This isn't me. This is the text machine from the 618. Hot take. The Steelers are pretenders. They haven't beaten anyone of note other than the Ravens, <laughs> whom they barely scraped by. Your response, sir?
2: Uh, I, I don't know if they've watched any Steelers games. I think the Steelers are 10-0. They are the only undefeated team. Their defense is number one in uh, tons of categories. I don't know if they saw the game last week where Fitzpatrick and Edmonds both had two picks each. Uh, They have a 60-some-odd game sack um, uh, streak going on where they've, they've sacked the quarterback in 66 or 67 straight games. Closing in on the all-time record. Defensively, they are playing at an extremely high level, and then they have uh, a guy by the name of Deontay Johnson, uh Chase Claypool, who are all three exciting to watch on the offensive end. I uh, got an old guy; I can call him old, but we're the same age. My former teammate, and Ben Roethlisberger, who is playing at, a, at an MVP level. So I, I would say, Texter, I think you probably may be a Ravens fan <laughs> and kind of sulking. Because they aren't playing that well. And you should cheer for the Steelers. Your life will be much better. (laughs) That's just my opinion.
0: (laughs) Kerry, you mentioned Ben Roethlisberger playing at an MVP level. And he's in some MVP discussions. But it seems like people started with Russell Wilson. Now they've shifted to Patrick Mahomes. And when you look at Ben Roethlisberger, not only what he's doing this season, but what the Steelers are without him. Tell us why you think he should be the MVP.
2: Well, I think, like I said, they are playing at such a high level right now, the entire team, and and you know, you're the the only undefeated team uh, still remaining. Um, he just he's just proven to come back from the injury that he had, where most people thought, you know, his season would be done, it was career would be done, his season was done last year, thought his career would be over. There was no way in, in the world he would be able to come back and play at this high of a level. Um, I, I definitely think that he's he's proving, you know, week in and week out that he's he's in that MVP race. I, I I think it'll be hard to go against Patrick Mahomes though. I think we're kind of at the point with with Patrick where we we kind of take him for granted, and that's crazy for for a guy to to um, to start taking him for granted already uh, because he does it so effortless, effortlessly. Uh, you know what he's going to do. I think MVP races is, is, is Patrick Mahomes and everybody else, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ben, if they continue to play at that level if he's able to slide in, if, if Patrick has a couple of that, couple of games off and, and Ben is able to slide in there.
1: Kerry Davis, Super Bowl champ with us on 101 ESPN. And, C.D., I, I look at your Super Bowl team, and the Steelers have been good ever since then, but the only guy left is Big Ben. But when they replace people like Rashard Bendenhall, when they replace a Willie Parker, and they, they keep bringing guys in I know you don't like it as a player, but how much do you appreciate as you get further away from it? How they just keep replacing good players with other good players?
2: I think it's pretty amazing. I mean, I think for them to always—I mean, you have you have Willie, then you have Rashard, then Le'Veon, then you get James Conner. You know, always having the, the the foresight to be able to to understand that this guy can come in and help us right away if the other guy is not if the other guy leaves or if the other guy gets hurt. I think at the receiver position what they constantly do is amazing. You know, I, I look at you know, all the way back to I well, I say all the way back to but just going back to Plexico and then, you know, high into Plexico and then you have um Santonio, and then you draft, then you draft Antonio Brown and now you get Deontay Johnson and Claypool and Juju Smith Schuster. You know, I think it's amazing what that what that staff does as far as um you know, just finding players and being able to to realize to evaluate the talent. And and some of those guys may not be I don't think people had Chase Claypool as high as on their board as the Steelers did, and, and they were excited that he was able to go when they were, when they were able to get him. So, you know, just being able to evaluate talent, finding people that others may not see in, in such a high light, I think they do a great job of it. And, and then those guys, obviously, once they get in, they're getting coached up very well to be able to go out there and play and make success and have success on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, <laughs> uh, whatever day they play on. Um, but it's just it's, it's just good good coaching, good good evaluating you know throughout the entire the entire organization they all do a great job
0: And you mentioned good coaching, CD, and the common thread there is Mike Tomlin. And whether it's the consistent success that the Steelers have had or the way that he's able to extract the best out of players like Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell, some of the the stuff that he was able to keep in-house that we now see playing out quite differently in other places, he's really done an exceptional job. Do you think that Bill Belichick and the Patriots' dominance over the past 20 years has in any way overshadowed what Mike Tomlin has been able to do in Pittsburgh?
2: Um, yeah, I think because they've done because the Patriots were were going to Super Bowls in the AFC Championship game. I think was it not uh, eighteen times out of out of Brady's career, or something like that, something crazy. Um, he won nine of them and and made it to the Super Bowl that many times. So yeah, I think it's just it's just the fact that they were so dominant in their division, so dominant in that conference that Mike Tomlin was uh, was looked over. But I think people are now seeing. I mean, he's never had a losing record his entire tenure. He's always, I mean, even last year where they, I think they ended up eight and eight, uh, were being missed pretty much the entire season. Mike Tomlin is a person that, that, you know, he demands guys to do their job, you know, do your job correctly. Um, but he also understands that, that we're all human. We all have things going on, but we, he wants you to be successful. He wants to be successful. And he, he's, he's really a player's coach. He's gonna, he's gonna thrive to, to, to get everybody in the right direction, everybody rolling in the right direction. And there are no excuses. You either got it done or you didn't, and and you know the excuse of people being hurt, the excuse of, of of anything is not accepted. We're going to get the job done regardless. However, we have to do it. You know, whoever has to get it done, we're going to get it done. Um, and and he understands that. It, he understands that aspect of the business.
1: It's interesting. He's a Tony Dungy disciple, and Dungy's catchphrase was "No excuses, no explanations." I'm sure you heard that from Mike Tomlin. It's a pretty good way to go about life.
2: Well, Mike Tomlin always says it is what it is. <laughs> like whatever it is, that's what it is. We're gonna whatever we have to do, that's what we're gonna have to do to get it done. And and pretty much that that boils down to no excuses. We got to get the job done, you know, no matter the circumstances, no matter what's going on on the outside. Um, you know, this season this season has been a, a really really interesting season because of the COVID issues and all the things going on. And I can guarantee you uh, they are focused on playing Thursday night whether the Baltimore Ravens will be there or not. <laughs> they are they are solely locked in on what Pittsburgh has to do um, in order to beat the Baltimore Ravens if they are able to play Thursday, if they move the game to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Whenever they decide to play, that's the mentality that that, that Mike T really instills in his teams is we got to play regardless. No, We're not worried about... Any other circumstances outside of this room, and and you know, it's really it's really showing this season because, like I said, in all phases of the game, they're playing at a high level.
1: Kerry, this is a question I would never ask an active player or coach, but I'll ask you because you have the benefit now of hindsight and watching a lot of teams. Would it be a good thing for the Steelers to lose a game before the playoffs? No, <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> you, I mean, we there. No. I think that is, um, you know, that that narrative of getting it out of the way. Nobody wants to lose. Everyone everyone wants to go undefeated and and win every game you, you play. Um, and if you can, then do that. I don't I don't believe that that losing at any point is a way to to win. Uh, I think if you have a great team and you're playing at a high level, the way that they are now, if if it gets down to, you know, week sixteen, week seventeen, and you may want to rest some guys, and you end up taking a loss there. You know, that, that that may happen. But um I definitely don't agree with the notion of losing games to get it out of the way. I, I as players, even if even if those starters don't play, uh, trust me, trust and believe that those second string guys, third string guys, that pressure is on them to continue to win and, and maintain that streak, uh, because nobody wants to be the reason why we are Fifteen and one, or fourteen and two, as opposed to sixteen and 0 going into the playoffs.
1: And CD, I know Michelle wants to ask you about the Illini, but one more question about the Steelers: If they play Kansas City in the playoffs, how do the Steelers beat the Chiefs?
2: Oh, you got to figure out a way to get to, to, to get to Patrick Mahomes and, and ruffle his feathers. I think just really. Um, Maybe adding more pressure to them, and and but that the issue with that is they have so much talent at the receiver position and, and tight end position that when you rush more guys, you obviously have to run man coverage, and you don't really want to play man coverage versus Tyreek Hill. You don't want to play man coverage versus uh, Travis Kelsey because those guys are so dominant at their position that they will beat anyone. And if Tyreek beats you, it's normally going for eighty yards. So. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the real stress that that defenses have playing against a, a Kansas City team because they you can't rush Patrick Mahomes you can't sit back in zone because he'll have all time all the time in the world to pick you apart so it's it's really pick your poison and, and pray that if you do rush you get him on the ground before you can get the ball out.
0: Carrie, of course, we have to wrap this up asking about our fighting Illini. After they yes, <laughs> they drop three, they have back-to-back wins versus Rutgers and Nebraska. They're sitting at two and three right now. But where's your confidence level in the state of the program? Oh, because this is a weird yeah. year, and I don't really yeah. know what to make of it. But I'm just thinking about the confidence level that you have in Illinois moving forward.
2: Well, I, I mean, it's always good to win, obviously, uh, Rutgers and, and Nebraska at, playing at a high level right now either. Um, but you go and win the games that you're supposed to win. Uh, we got Ohio State this weekend, I believe, which is going to be a, a, a challenge to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we, they, we felt that way last year against Wisconsin, and we went out there and beat them. So, so I think that, that a defining win, I mean, which, the Wisconsin game last year was, was a good win, was a very good win. Uh, the Michigan State game last year was a very good win. But if you were able to find some kind of way to to Eke out a win against an Ohio State team who most think is going to be in the, the final four uh, when the season ends. Um, I think that that will be that. Then I will know what this program is. I mean, I think we're still kind of on the fringe of figuring out what it is we can do and what it is we are and who will be um, a big win like that. And and I may be talking crazy. I know a lot of people are like the oh, Ohio State. Yeah, right. No way in hell there will ever beat them. Uh, and and you may be right, <laughs> but. <laughs> uh that to me would be the defining win of this program and, and really uh set forth because like I said that the, the Rutgers game I was nervous the entire game and I don't feel like we should have been <laughs> the the Nebraska game, Nebraska is not the Nebraska load that we we've grown accustomed to. So um well I, I I'll just say it's still left to be seen, uh, Michelle. I'm 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 still I'm still worried and still trying to figure it all out. So hopefully we can add a couple of more wins before the season is over.
1: Kerry Davis, always good to hear your voice. Have a great holiday season. Thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right, my man. That is the great Kerry Davis joining us on 101 ESPN, one of the more fun, enjoyable conversations we can have.
0: Always enjoy talking to CD. He's the He's best.
1: Great. And uh, so he says to the texture, watch the Steelers. You have the opportunity on Thursday night. We'll be tuned in. Yes, we will. Coming up, today's big thing. Did Carlos Martinez break any trust the Cardinals might have had in him? That's coming your way. Plus, we're going to give away another turkey coming up on 101 ESPN.
0: Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now.
2: Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info. Like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discovercom online privacy protection.